They're sitting on a couch. It's usually just two characters or sometimes three characters. They're always talking and sitting. Just sitting in a chair. The pacing sucks. There's no style to anything. It's so boring. From the concrete shores of Arlington, Texas, this is the Approximate Podcast with your hosts, Jamie French, Orion Quest, and Diva Powers. Why can't I hear myself? Can everybody hear themselves? I can hear you. I can, yeah, hear, I can hear everybody you. else. I, can you hear me? Proximity. Okay. Can you hear okay. Yeah, we're good. Oh, hold on. <clears throat> Panic on the streets <laughs> of London. All right. Panic on the streets of Birmingham. That old bit. Oh, I don't know what you know. What other Morrissey song do you know? Um, <laughs> what other Morrissey songs do I know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big Mouth. Oh, oh, oh. Big Mouth. La, da, da, da. Big Mouth strikes again. I don't know the words, but you know, it's just the mumbles. <laughs> <laughs> You need to get a job as a professional Morrissey now impersonator. Now I know how Joan of Arc felt. Now I know how Joan of Arc felt. Sweet. Oh, God, we're six minutes in. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Approximate Podcast. My name's Jamie French. I'm here with Orion Quest hey. and Diva Powers. What's up, y'all? Again, special co-host tonight. We have, uh, what is it? Do you want me to use your real name or your stage name? Hell Nurse Katie's fine. Hell Nurse Katie's fine. And we have Hell Nurse Katie. And today is our spooktacular <laughs> Halloween <laughs> show for everybody. One Halloween show. And we're gonna uh-huh. we're gonna keep this uh, short and sweet, unlike the intro that we probably cut out that you haven't heard, which was a chore. Um, this is gonna be uh, top uh, Halloween experiences that we've had, uh, and a top five horror movies that we like, and we'll see if you agree or disagree. Um, so. Uh, Orion, what was your fancy Halloween story? You seem like you have one to tell. Yes, I oh, do. We got cards. You're not playing. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, the man's prepared. Yes. He is not fucking around. I was growing up in Denton, about old, 15 years old. Bragging. Um. <laughs> is this going to be a story about social privilege? Because like, I'm not down for that. <laughs> no, no, no. Um. The way my mom had Halloween set up for for all the for all the younger kids. Um, there was church that you take them for about a few hours no, wait, during where, the day. Where were you in, like, in the family? Where, were you the youngest kid, the oldest kid? Where were you? Yes, I was the young. I was the youngest of three children. Ah. Um, um, it was me, my mom, uh, my sister, um, who had just gotten back from uh, out of town. She lived in Dallas, and um, her niece and nephew, and. Um, um, as I was, I was still young enough to go trick or treating, but I would go later on. And how that would work is that when you're younger, up up to about thirteen or fourteen, you would go to the church between the hours of like five and six during the day. Sure, they pull out cars in the parking lot. You go around pick up candy. It was like really safe trick or treat. Yeah, like yeah. Jesus okay. Halloween. It's the trunk or treat. Yes, the trunk or treat. Trunk or treat. Um, oh Jesus. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, as you got older, as you got older, you'd the second biggest thing that you'd move up to is you'd go to the mall. We had a mall called Golden Triangle. I was going to say Halloween, vandalism. Um, <laughs> that's, that's seventeen. That's, that's advanced, seventeen. That's Halloween advanced. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so we had a mall called Golden Triangle Mall, and during Halloween, the stores between like around seven and eight, they would shut down early, and so kids around thirteen to I'm sorry, around uh, fourteen to sixteen, fourteen, sixteen, fourteen, seventeen, can go around in the mall and get candy from there. 
especially if you're a candy shop, you gave away all the big bars and stuff like that versus a small candy. Nice, yeah. Now, the plan was um, my sister was bringing her niece and nephew down, and I was 15. This was, this was basically the last Halloween that I would have as a kid. From this point on, I would be taking my niece or nephews like my sister would be taking her, her son and daughter. Um, the plan was simple. Um, my mom would take my sister, niece and nephew to church for a couple hours. I'd stay, go get dressed in whatever costume that I wore. And at the time it was a ninja costume. Um, of course it was. Yeah. Cause you know, you, you can't go wrong with black. Um, when she got back around seven or eight, she'd scoop me up, run me down the road to the mall. We'll go there. And then at about nine or 10, I'll call my friends up, see if they want to go out, find some trouble to get into. Vandalism. Um, yeah, there you see, we'll get into that. Um, me and my sister were always at odds. I was the youngest. There were two brothers older than me and my sister, and I was never included in everything. I, she always told him on me for the stuff I did. We, we fought like cats and dogs, and we could never get on the same page. But um, this particular Halloween, um, there was this girl that I was talking to, and she was 18, and um, she she had happened to be my first sexual experience my, while my parents were away. And it was Halloween, and she came over and hung with me while my sister, my mom, and my niece and nephew were gone. And while they were while they were gone, I um, she gave me a blowjob. And um, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. So treat. Yeah, it was a treat. Huh, you huh, know, nice. the way things work when my mom would get home is that um, one of us would get out of the car, survey the area, come in, see what's going on. Because my mom, my mom had a stroke a few years beforehand, and it was slow for her to to um, get up and about. So my sister got out of the. My sister pulled up with my mom in the car while me and this other lady or this lady are in the living room, and. Um, my sister came in and Ooh. saw, yeah, and saw what she was doing to me. And she looked up. Of course, she couldn't say anything because her mouth was full. Uh, yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's funny. I don't give a fuck who you are. Anyway, and I, all I could do is look up because my ass is caught. I'm caught because I know in about 30 more seconds, my mother will be following in. <laughs> and my mother was not one to be fucked with. And my sister looked at me and said, couldn't you be doing something like that upstairs? <laughs> she looks back. She looks back and she says, hold on. Then she goes, comes back inside and says, you got about another hour. So do what you got to do. And I was like, cool. Mm. That's really lenient. Yeah. Yeah. What my, what my In the end, what I found out was my sister went down and told my mom, Jason, Orion's not ready. Orion's not ready. Okay. So, um, let's go ahead and take uh, let's take Buggy and Amber to the mall. They're they're old enough; they can go. So, my sister talked my mom into taking them to the mall for an extra couple hours while I had fun. And gotcha. Yeah. We, me, and my sister were close ever since. Nice. That's nice. my story. Well, that's a very good Halloween story. Yes, treat. Yes, absolutely. Treat, treat, and and uh, as an older sister, no tricks. No tricks whatsoever. Oh, yeah. oh, maybe a year or, or a few years ago. Oh, it could have been bad. She could have went to the door, barely cracked it open, and then said, "Yeah, he's ready to go." 
Oh, don't you need you need something? Well, I, I can't get it. I'm hurt. Why don't you come up here and get it? Which is the story we needed tonight. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, no, I, I got the I got the trick. Oh uh, yeah. What do you got? We'll wait for Dina. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go next so I can get it out of the way real quick. Um, okay. So oh wait 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 I I can't go. You got to tell us your five favorite horror stories. Well, I thought we were gonna save that for another for another segment, but I can do it right so, now. Yeah. No, we're gonna yeah. Just go ahead. What are your five favorite? Five favorite horror start, movies. Start I said horror from, stories. Mm, yeah. Horror movies. Starting from four. Uh, starting from five all the way down. Yes. Oh, no, I gotta get it. Let's see if I have it here. Mutter, I mutter, wonder mutter, how many of us mutter. will overlap. Mutter, mutter. Oh, really? Make noise. Make just noise on the, the damn list. You gotta keep the... Everybody's muttering. Is he making filling up time? Yes. Do you do that? That's why we got a wonderful... Get yourself together. Bitch, get your shit together. You better work, bitch. Very professional what we do is we, we have everything figured uh, out. No. We know exactly what we're doing at all times. That's not it's, good. It's not good at all. I have five you movies. Just, you just rattle just them look at off. <laughs> make up five movies if you want to. Looks like I'm going to make up five movies. All righty. Hey, wow. there's Springy. That's <laughs> I heard Springy. There we are. All righty. Hey, Springy. They're always well, with sorry, us. Sorry about that. Well, I, 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 I think I remember them. Um, yeah. Number four. Four, uh, number five was um, yeah. Number five was Event Horizon. Ooh. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Sam Jackson, um, horror space horror movie. Just watched the making of Sam that Jackson. yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sam Jackson. No, no, Lawrence. No, no. It's the Sam Neil. Sam Neil. Sam Neil. I'm sorry. But Sam Sam, Sam Jackson was not in that. No, no. <laughs> we're sure about that. Sam Jackson was in Deep Blue just, Sea. It was just... a fucking shark ate him. Right. But right, 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 the right, guy right. that directed uh, Event Horizon, uh, yeah, a black man stuck in a thing of corridors. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's very easy to confuse the two movies. What were you about to say? The guy Shark, that directed Space that Devil doesn't matter. Also directed Mortal Kombat. Oh, well, shit on the, him. The first one or the second one? The awful one. The awful. Oh, the second uh, one. Yeah. Yes. Oh, there was a good one. No. <laughs> the first I one was them all right. All. They're horrible. Okay. Try as you might. <laughs> okay. Oh. It's sad that like Raw Julia, the last yes. Street Fighter. Um, number four right. was um the Omen. Ooh. And by saying the Omen, I want to say all three of them. You have to watch all three of them together. Omen one, Omen two, and Omen three. The the final chapter. Are you sure not Omen four? No, it's there was Omen trilogy. Oh my, oh my God, there wasn't. Believe it or not, no, there was a series called The Omen. I'm sorry. It was horrible. Mm. <clears throat> the series? It yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. What's your, what's your other one? Um, number three. In the Mouth of Madness. Ooh. Another, another John, Sam Neill. Uh, yes. Yeah, another Sam Neill, and yet another John Carpenter movie. Yeah. H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. yeah. Another John Carpenter. Uh, the Event Horizon was John Carpenter? Event Horizon was John Carpenter. No. No, 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 no. No, but another Sam Neill movie. But another Sam Neill yes. movie, you are correct. Um, number two, another John Carpenter movie. Mm. The motherfucking thing. Nice. Yes. Of course. Yes. That scared the shit out of me. Absolutely. And I've said it a thousand times on this podcast, although we've only had a few episodes. <laughs> uh, my number one is, has, and will always be Alien. Yes. That's a great Good man. One. Good man. Uh, I was going to go next, but I'm going to pass it off to Diva. Diva, what do you got? I Diva, got, you don't have a Halloween story. I don't have a Halloween story because really, I stay home on Halloween. Yeah. That's a lot of extra stuff I'm not about to be doing. For what, 36 years now, right? Yeah, pretty much, Just yeah. nothing happening on Halloween. I mean, I trick-or-treated when I was a kid, but it wasn't anything special. All right, so what are your favorite movies? Um. Well, my 
fifth favorite movie. I just had it. What the fuck? Okay, here it is, right here. The fifth one is Nightmare Alley from 1974 or 1947, starring Tyron Power, Joan Blondell, Freak Show, um, tarot card wow. kind of weirdness. It's a great horror movie. Number four is Cabin Fever oh, from okay. 2002. That fingering scene alone. That's worth the whole movie right there. Like, if you just watch that Everybody part. goes with the shaving scene. You go with the fingering scene. Oh, my God. It's fucking PTSD horribleness. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's awful. And also, Ryder Strong, because I'm still not over him on Boy Meets World. Like, it's still a thing. He's still hot. Even today, I don't know. Um, number three is Night of Living Dead from 1968. That's the first scary movie I was ever saw. Was it 68 saw. or 64? 68. Let's say 68. 68? Okay. Because it was a commentary on the Vietnam War and racism and all that as well. It still would have applied in 64. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Go. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, uh, that know. stars Dwayne Jones and Judith O'Day. And number two is The Exorcist from 1973. Um, your mother sucks cocks in hell. I mean, doesn't get better than that. Does not get better than that. And the number one is Hellraiser 2 from 19... Hellraiser 2 over Hellraiser 1, really? Yes, because huh. it's a bigger story and because you get the whole Julia coming back to the mattress with the razor cutting and then you get that scene of her in the the white suit with the white bandages on with the blood seeping through it and it's that white living room. It's amazing. Rock on. Katie, you're our guest. That's kind of weird. I kind of thought three was better. I still wow. thought one was the best. B- uh, both of you are wrong. One. Uh, oh, no. Pinhead Katie, was the, sh- uh, whoa, whoa, Pinhead whoa, whoa, was the whoa, whoa. shit in three. Whoa, no, no. Yes, I, I, I heard a moment of clarity. Katie, what did you say? Oh, I definitely think the Hellraiser one was the best. But she's the right one. She's she's the right well, one. But Katie, do you uh, do you have any like wicked Halloween stories that you could tell us about? Um, This was actually just a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah? Okay. And what this is definitely a trick. So my friend has a security camera in front of his front door. Yeah. Oh, so we we set up a table with a bunch of candy and you know the take one piece we're not home. So my friend and I sat there and watched all the trick or treaters come and take the candy. And um the, this group of teenagers pulled up in a truck and they tried to take off with the table and all the candy. So we open the door and give them a big, you know, like, what are you guys doing? And they dropped the table and the candy and ran. But all night long watching people try to steal that whole bowl of candy and we pop out and be like, what are you doing? It was so funny. It was great. Nice. So you busted some kids trying to get away with the trick. Lots of them. It happened so much. It was super funny. Fucking awesome. Do you got uh, uh, five movies in the horror genre that you just adore? Well, I'll go with stuff that they haven't named. Ernest Scares Stupid. Because oh, explain yourself. I was a 90s kid, and that troll scared the shit out of me, and now every time I watch it with nostalgia, I am down for it. It just brings back, I, and now I can appreciate it as an adult, but it was just well-written. I loved Ernest. That Ernest Scared Stupid just slayed me. Oh, okay. And that troll is still a little scary sometimes. <laughs> Fair enough. What's, uh, what's, what's your fourth pick? Um... Gosh, me, uh, what we do in the shadows. I will watch that any Halloween. What is that one? It's a vampire comedy movie about these four vampires that live in a flat together. And Wait, is that the one with the uh, Flight of the Concords guy? Yeah, it's it's a mockumentary. <laughs> I, no, I still have to see that. I, I've heard that was a good one. It slays me. Oh, my gosh. I don't even like vampire movies, and that slayed me. I still haven't seen Twilight. Fuck that movie. It's I horrible. Refuse. Nobody would not even go into that. Uh, uh, number. Wait, that's interesting. What? 
What? What? I like. I don't like my vampires to be sparkly. Mm. Nobody does. Nobody does. Nobody does. When when I think oh, there are a I, lot of moms that disagree. When with I you hear vampire, America. when I hear vampire, I don't think about Lestat. I don't think about Dracula. I don't think about any of the motherfuckers. Not I got two too. words for you: Barnabas motherfucking Collins. Yes. Dark motherfucking shadows. And I'm not talking the fucking Johnny Depp bullshit either. I'm talking the old school Brit. <laughs> that version. Yes. <laughs> you no, know, he wasn't fucking around. He was for real, dude. When I think vampires, he scares them. Just thinking about Barnabas College just scares the shit out of me. I always walk like this. <laughs> scared the fuck out of me, dude. So you like particular vampire soap operas rather than others. You'll go with the dark shadows, but you're not down for the twilights. Kristen Stewart no. looks like she's perpetually greasy and having a bad time, <laughs> and I don't see why anyone, living or undead, would spend any time with her whatsoever. Plus, if I could live forever and had superpowers, I wouldn't be wasting that shit at high school. No, ma'am. No. <laughs> the only twilight I like ends with zone. Nice. Just saying. Number three. Number three. Probably, honestly, and I would love to marathon watch it every Halloween if I could for the rest of my life. The Purge series. Yeah. I loved them. I loved the third one. I was not yeah, even prepared was for crazy. how much I enjoyed it. Um, and it's not really a horror, but it's suspense and it just slays It's me. horror. There's horror elements to it, certainly. Yeah. What with the murdering and the gore and things. Yeah. And people just being crazy because it, it's very, very white America. It really is. My whole thing is how the fuck do you go back the next day? Oh, you tried to kill me four hours ago, but we're cool now because it's the next day. They wait well, totally, the next it's totally legal. Yeah, absolutely. That's I the guess. rules. Them's the rules. But that shows Them's you. Who, I rules. guess that's when you would really know who fucking people are. Then I guess because. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then probably Ginger Snaps because it's just a good festive holiday film. What's that one? Oh, it's a werewolf film about these two girls. I think they're a little hard for each other, but they go through, they're like best friends and they turn into werewolves and it's just a real fun popcorn Halloween flick. Do they Sweet. scissor each other? I think they might. Okay. I think there is a makeout scene in one of the three or four. How many gingers? I don't, I'd have to check how oh many God, there I think are. I four. I think there might be four. Well, anyway, but yeah. Um, and if I had to pick a five, ooh. Actually, number one. Oh yeah, number one. Number one horror movie. Best number one ever. One, one that just, you can't, you know what? Here's what make it easy for you. Name one that you can't watch again. Psycholo- you- Psychological cruelty. Okay, what is that? It is something for, it is just between you and IMDb. It's, 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 <laughs> is that bad? Um, For me. You can't even describe it as that bad. Yeah, no, it, it is that bad. Um, Give our listeners a little something, entice them. Well, this man uh, and his sister lived in this abandoned crack house. And she got pregnant, and he took care of her the whole time. It's a segment of a bunch of different short films made by this crazy man. And so he takes care of his sister. He wins her trust. He says, I'm sorry you had the whore crack baby. Um, It's okay. I'll take care of you. And then the second he helps birth the baby, he murders the baby. And it's just, it, it's really hard to watch. And even for me, just the way that you really see her building her trust in him and it's just, it's hard. And, it, and I mean, the other couple of segments are equally as hard, but it's just, it's partly horror, mostly like, what am I watching and why? Who's it made by? I don't. The devil. Is it, is it, a, is it an American movie? Or? No, he's uh, he's Middle Eastern, but I'm... It, <laughs> that explains it. Well, it's no, a... um, but he, uh, <laughs> he he's done actually a couple of other good films. 
I, um, I, my phone is dead, or I would pull it up. I didn't know we were doing movie lists, so I'm sorry. I would have. What's the name of the movie? Psychological cruelty. Yes. Was it? Was it? Was it? Um, view, was it filmed in Gonzo documentary style, or was it like short, short like stories? Short, short stories type. And and there's this one where all these hippies are rolling around and they're like fucking the earth. And oh wait, just, wait a minute. This is part of an anthology series. And um, well, it's one movie and it has like three separate stories. Uh, yeah, an anthology series. Yeah, it's it, it got me. I uh, so it's like VHS or VHS. a wreck. Record, no, VHS is the one. VHS is the oh, one yeah. that, yeah, is, is it like that? But I think the guy that made it was Swedish or something. Like, he, he was made it in Sweden. I'm not sure. You can pull that up. I, I hadn't seen it in a minute because I hadn't actually watched it since. It was one of those movies I don't know if I would watch again. Yeah, that's how you know it's that's how you know it's a horror it's movie. The only, <laughs> it it's horrifies the, you. It's the only movie I've ever seen in my whole life where I'm just like, I don't know if I could tackle that again. Gotcha. Cool. Okay, so I guess it's uh, what you got something, Diva? I'm not seeing it. I'm looking. I'm not finding it. That ought to tell you how fucked up it is. (laughs) I'll I'll find it when we're done. If Diva can't find it, if Diva can't find it. Hold on, I will find the next, it. The next, can, is, the next level is Tomb Raider to go. You can only get it delivered to you in a plain brown <laughs> <Yeah>. wrapper. <laughs> from like Germany. Of course from Germany. JB French, sign. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not even that. It's knock, 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 knock. And then you just hear a thump at your doorstep. <laughs> and the pitter-patter of feet are running away. Okay, so uh, while Diva's digging up information, I guess I'll go ahead and tell my uh, my Halloween story. I don't have anything that's super fantastical, but I have something that is interesting that will lead to something cool that you guys will be able to see at the end of this podcast. Uh, back in 2010, um, I am fresh off of a breakup with a girl, and I'm trying to find ways to get over it. Halloween had always been a very special time for us. Uh, and so when this Halloween rolls around and she's not there, I got to find a way to distract myself. So I figured, what what activities can I do that will kind of release me from this strain? <laughs> and I decided to to sign up for the uh, Gothic beauty pageant. Ooh. I figured I'd give myself a a little project to kind of distract me from not having her around during this momentous. Holiday, yes, this thing that was so important to us at the time, <laughs> and so I, I go up. It's a, it's an event run by the uh, the Lizard Lounge in Dallas, Texas. Sunday nights, it's goth night. It's called the Church. The Church, yes, and they do uh, they do the Gothic Beauty Pageant just about every year. So I signed up for it for the three categories: best goth male, best goth female, and uh, they actually were progressive enough in 2010 to actually have a best trans category. So I signed up for that. I went out, I spent a bunch of money, Uh, I got all dolled up, and I mean, just dressed to the nines, Uh, and I'll provide pictures on the, on the, on this episode, if you're watching on the YouTube. So, face beat, hair done. Just everything, just, and, 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 like, prepped for, like, an entire month beforehand, wanting to win this, like, really wanting to win this, and I get up there, and, uh, and there's only three people in my category, (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> so my odds were great. Of course, yeah. My, my odds were great because the f- the first person that went up, they went in a dress like I'm wearing now. It's just a little polka dot kind of housemaid dress. And um, I literally had smeared red lipstick on their mouth and put a mop on their head. What is going on in the and world? And that was, that, was, that was the first one. They lost. The second one was somebody that was way, I don't want to name names. I know who they are. 
but they were so um, comfortable and complacent and complacent in their uh, status in their as gothness a, in their gothness as a, a person that frequents the church that they thought they could just go up and just not pull off any effort and just by the just by their very being could just walk up and through popularity alone just nab the nab the award and they didn't do so well and they thought they were really hot shit too did put no effort they should have been in the best male category because that's where it would have been more appropriate and then i walk up on the stage and the crowd goes fucking nuts and I'm uh, a bit of a lush when I go to the church. I want to hang loose <laughs> and hang everybody. easy, and I want to, <laughs> I want to drink my fair amount because that's that's the place you want to do it. And trying to get my you know nerve up to face all these very judgmental, fashion conscious people that are absolutely going to judge me. I'm just not, totally based on the superficial. Uh, too. Uh, taking the stage in a way that's completely different than taking the stage while I'm at playing music. Yeah. You know, a completely I different vibe. I have never, ever entered any pageant there ever for that reason. I admire <laughs> you so much for that because I can't do it, and I know that I've had a good shot several times. I can't. Well, the the yeah. DJ, they, they call my name. I, I <clears throat> saunter down the stairs, and I'm rocking up to the stage, and I got my beer in my hand, and I'm feeling really loosey-goosey. And the thing is, you know, I'm trying to build up my courage, but I do know most of the faces in the crowd. I've been going there for years and yeah. years. And so I come out, and I'm... A month's worth of prepared, like <laughs> ready to kill, and it it fucking panned out, and they're just screaming and yelling and clapping, and this is no big shakes. It was only three people, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I I took it. I won the title, and uh, they gave me a, a a little bit of money, and they Ooh. gave me a gift bag, and it was nice. It was yeah. it was good, but more importantly, I say all that to say this: I was so inspired by that event around Halloween time that. I wanted to feel more of that, and I was in a really creative zone. So I started doing, um, I just started making like uh, horror pictures. I wanted to get myself in front of a camera. I wanted to do something creative and keep that kind of vibe going. And so for the rest of October, uh, up until Halloween, I was taking pictures. I was doing zombie makeup, creating weird dead characters, and fil- doing film tests and stuff. And and I, and I came up with this one picture, which... Uh, at this point, I'm going to flash on the screen right now. Um, this, I came up with this, and uh, and I thought, okay, this is this is good. This is Halloween. This is this is horrible. I'm going to share. This is the one. This is the thing that I've come up with that I'm going to share with everyone. And so I did. I I posted the particular picture that you guys are seeing. If you're watching the YouTube right now, I highly suggest if you're listening to SoundCloud, go over to YouTube and see the picture I'm talking about. Um. I took this picture and and I put it out there into the world. I put it on my, all my social media accounts and everything, mm-hmm. and and I put it on a, a business forum uh, where I do my work. I put it on a, a porn forum and and I had some other uh, names in the industry approach me and go, "Hey, what the fuck is this? What is this picture? Are you doing a movie?" So what do you mean? Am I doing a movie? This looks like it's like from a horror movie. Are you putting together something? And I said, well, one particular lady in general, uh, a girl named uh, Jessie Flores, big, big name in, in my industry, uh, who I never thought I'd ever get a chance to work with or meet even, said, hey, if you're making a horror movie, if, this, if that's what you're doing, I'm all in. So I say to myself, 
yeah, okay, yeah. And I tell her, yeah, yeah, I am. I am making a horror movie. Yes, would you, yeah, if you want to be a part of it, sure. Immediately, just based off of this stupid picture alone, <laughs> it was the impetus for this horror movie I've been working on for the past six years now. Um, it's gone through uh, every kind of script rewrite. It's gone through uh, all kinds of financing and all kinds of shoots and reshoots and it's just, oh, it's just been a big mess, and I am going to complete it one day, but here's the cool thing. Um, I, I did, I was able to make enough out of this idea that I've been working six years on based off of this dumb picture to where I have a really cool piece of uh, reel. Uh, I, I did the intro for the movie, and I, I'm really proud of it. I think it's something that's worth looking at, and at the end of this podcast, I'm going to post that so you guys can kind of take a look at it see what you think and see if I should let's hear your feedback see if I should even continue with it uh but that's that's the only horror or I'm sorry that's the only Halloween story that I have that's of any interest not because of the Halloween in and of itself but because of this cool thing that that day in 2010 led me to um so you guys check it out uh hit us up on the burner line if you have any uh any uh, opinions about it, if you have anything to say about it. Um, we'll get to the, the number later on. Um, but uh, that leads me to my five top horror movies. Mm-hmm. So I did make a list, and I think I kind of overanalyzed it a bit. Everybody kind of zoomed through their list, and I made, like, fucking <laughs> college dissertation. I was not prepared. That was my bad. Mm. Oh, no, it's totally fine. <laughs> Okay, so I have three common examples, things you expect to hear about favorite horror movies, and I have two that are just not, you're not going to like it. Or you're not going to agree, or you're going to think, oh, oh, ah. <laughs> uh, my first one, and this is the weird one of the two, Goodfellas, Martin Scorsese. I could see that as a horror movie. Goodfellas. <laughs> see, I, I'm glad you say that. I'm glad you say that, because for me, horror isn't about the monsters or the gore or the it's the it's about no it's not even about the presentation it's about a sense of tension and dread it's about atmosphere it's about what keeps you up at night when you're alone in your room staring into the darkest corners of your bedroom you know and for me goodfellas as unlikely as it sounds completely personifies that feeling on first watch i remember being a kid and watching goodfellas for the first time there was always this sense of something really bad is about to happen well something really bad is about to happen to characters that are so well fleshed out that you care about them even the bad ones they're they're so human and their badness is so intense they're so bad their badness is enticing but you get to care about these characters, but you know that at any minute something horrible could happen. And that tension would always set me on edge. <clears throat> and especially because of the kind of characters there are. These are bad people. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a movie full of bad people. No... And so there's always room for something to go wrong. And to me, that that was scary. That was, that was horrifying. Um, so... In an unconventional sense, I'd pick Goodfellas to be one of my totally favorite agree. horror movies. Completely agree. 
Okay, so I'm going to kind of zoom through the next three because they're the ones you'd expect to hear. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is my number two. The original one or the Absolutely the, the original one. Okay. The original one, um, and I have some notes here, it's uh, mostly because it it underlines circumstance. How it, because it, How chance? Of, of, of the movies that I have listed, it is the one that in quotation marks, is the most grounded in reality, okay? And and bad things happen to normal people all Every the day. time. And and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre completely encapsulates that. that, yes. So it's... I get that. That makes perfect sense. And, it, 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 and it, all it's one wrong move. Yeah. It's one Pick up one wrong, wrong hitchhiker move. and you're fucked. Y- yeah, you do one thing and your life completely hinges on that decision and that's petrifying absolutely petrifying that is petrifying and of course you know i don't even want to name all the other things about texas chainsaw massacre that's so horrifying those have been run into the ground we all know why it's a scary yeah, of movie course. we understand the atmosphere and how dank it is and how dark and gritty i and think the orange and 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 yeah that even right to down film. to the color palettes we get why it's conventionally scary and very few movies other than that have been able to nail all those things that people have, you know, uh, said, well, this is why it's scary. It makes okay. you have a physical, so, visceral response, too. Yeah, abs- well, absolutely. It's a visceral movie. It is. And no, no pun intended. <laughs> um, so I'll just skip on to number three, of, of course. It's The Exorcist. Yes. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's... You can't, you can't, the you can't trump, you can't trump the king, you know, it's, there's, there's a reason why everybody calls it the scariest movie of all time. It's, it's no scary. accident. It's no accident. But the thing, again, there's all the obvious things. I always laugh when she pees on the floor. I think that part's hilarious. Okay. That's <laughs> sure. That that's one way to look at it. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, but. Again, this is one of those movies where everybody knows the obvious scary stuff. You know, it's built into the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, what I really enjoy about the uh, the Exorcist is that, unlike the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where it's bad things happen to normal folks based on circumstance, mm-hmm. this uh, the Exorcist is a little more heady. Oh yeah, and it's it's. The theme of punishment for one losing one's belief. Now it doesn't matter if it's religion she or played if with it's the Ouija board though. That's how no, it all no, no, no. I'm not talking about Reagan. I'm talking about the mother, the young priest. Oh, yeah, the, the young priest. priest. Okay. Demi uh, is losing his faith. He's at the end of his wits with his uh, Catholicism mother and his mother. And yeah, and he has his personal struggles, his private struggles internally and with his mother. And it's no matter where he turns. See, his struggle isn't with the uh, the, the possessed girl. Yeah. It isn't with Regan. It's with evil incarnate in itself. And the evil that in dwells his, within him. Yeah, yeah. By and large, um, well, uh, that's well, that's being a little assumptive. It's not necessarily that he's evil, but it's that the devil, within the context of this story, 
spot a man in a moment of weakness, a, yes. a man that is a soldier against the devil's own army. So easy pickings. Yes. So he's going to fight one-on-one with somebody that's designed to fight him being him being Satan and says, oh, oh, I found a weak motherfucker and attacks him all around. Doesn't the, the horror doesn't just occur in the bedroom with Regan. It happens out on the street. It happens with his mother. He's torturing him in his own home. Oh, my you God. I the, never thought of it like that. So you, totally you remember when when was... when the when when Demi is in the um, when he's in the uh, 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 fucking the subway. Yeah, He's, and you and you see, there's a bum. He's just a, the car's just You're, pulling up. Yes, the yeah, the the bum it's is the sitting face. there. And he says, uh, "I'll paraphrase. I don't know the line exactly, but he says something to the effect of, uh, Father, could you help an old older boy? I'm a Catholic.'" And then it and he looks. Demi looks. And and it cuts to the bum's face, and and it's the it's the, the most demon sense. It's not even the demon face. I don't know how the director did it, but he found the perfect man with the perfect face and lit his eyes in such the right way that he was being stared at. Demi was being stared at from the abyss. He was being warned. He's like, I the sat- Satan is watching you. And then a few scenes later, when he's in the bedroom with Regan, of course, Regan says, as uh, as uh, Demi's testing the uh, what was the demon's name? P- Pazuzu. Pazuzu. As he's as he's testing Pazuzu's power. If you're the devil, why not make the straps disappear? That's much too vulgar display of power, Karis. Where's Regan? In here with us. Show me Regan and I'll loosen one of the straps. Can you help an old altar boy, Father? Pazuzu says the exact same line the bum says. He says, could you help an old altar boy That's out, That's right. Father? I'm a Catholic. My and bro. then he knows, oh... The devil is all around, and he's been there the whole time. I don't even have to. I'm this. I'm. It's circumstantial that I'm here fighting with the devil. He's always been with me. Wow. He's watching, and I'm being punished for my transgressions against my faith. You know. So it's. I never thought of that. Mind completely fucking blown. Um. So anyway, yeah. Uh, Wow. That's the exorcist. That's that's one of the things I find frightening about it. It's, it's not what the little girl does. It's the mm. torture and the torment that Demi's going through. It's the through line. It's the actual main point of the movie. Because everything else, if you're in the devil's position, you're just using Regan as a way, Take as novelty. It's novelty to use the little girl to attack a, a soldier against you. In their weakest moment, the, but he doesn't the need. He doesn't ploy too, though. But yeah, but that's 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 just to that's just to fuck with them. It's not even important. It's just another way to fuck with Demi. It's just another way to fuck with Demi. And and but furthermore, the, when when putting and of course this is all this opinion. <laughs> no, it's not opinion. It's that it's that there's no basis in reality for any of this. It's all <laughs> yeah. completely made up. It's a work of fiction. Um, but in a literary sense, the devil ultimately uses Reagan as a, as a form of, 
it's, fireworks. It's, it's, it's well, like, it's yeah, fireworks and novelty, and it uses Reagan as a uh, Reagan as a sense to a way to make a battle come to a head. So a, a good way to maybe describe it is Reagan is the the um, the battle lines is is the um, is the front. Mm-hmm. Okay. In a, in a military yeah. sense, in, a, in military theater, Regan's the front. That's where we that's where we do battle, and that's where the devil does battle with Demi. But outside of that, the devil's all powerful. I never noticed all powerful. how omnipresent that really was. Evil. In the movie. That's that's yeah. It's that evil is omnipresent, and if you don't mind your p's and q's, you're gonna get called on it, and sometimes it's gonna happen in a form of a battle between you. And a little girl, and guess what? The devil is really more powerful than you are, especially if you're gonna have a a, 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 a weak weakness. faith. Yeah. A weak faith. Here's here's what happened. The devil wins either way. That's that's what's yeah. so cool about the devil in a literary sense is that the devil always has you, uh, uh, no matter what you do, by hook or by crook. You know. So at the end of the movie, Demi recants his unfaithfulness yes because he goes all in because it's been only proven only through sacrificing himself so the devil still gets to inflict punishment upon demi even though demi recants he would have lost either way yeah so that, i think that's what's fascinating about the exorcist mind blown um <clears throat> uh Let's see here. Oh, oh, we're getting to the last few minutes here. So I'm going to make this real short. Alien. I love Alien. That's my number four. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> alien because uh, curiosity killed the cat. If the motherfucker <laughs> didn't look into the egg, there'd be no problem. Skip. My last <laughs> My last thing is the uh, Cornetto trilogy. Um, it's Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, okay. and... Yeah, and uh, the world's end. Yeah, the end and of the, world. Uh, the reason why I love that so much is because it is horror movie, uh, horror movies, uh, mostly Shaun of the Dead, but there are horror elements throughout All Hot of Fuzz yeah. and mm-hmm. World's End, yep. um, where it is horror movie, um, largely comedic, but done through the eyes and the care of fans of horror movies. Okay, it's, it's a largely meta experience. Um, that's why I love it, Scream It's Queens. horror movies that are being goofed on, but also lovingly treated. Yeah. So all the pomp and circumstance and the sincerity is being done for me as a viewer, and I get to watch it as a completely separate thing. It's completely meta, and yet I still get all of the, um, you you still get all of the, uh, the kind of tent poles of what makes a scary scary, um. But it's 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 fan service for horror movies, and I like it on a meta level, and it doesn't hurt that it's full of laughs. Yeah, you know, and I, that will always appeal to me. So yeah, so saying that, those are my those are my five movies and my stupid little story with a bunch of neat shit that you guys are gonna get to see at the uh, end of this episode. Um, Orion, happy Halloween! Right back at you, kid. I believe you have something to say. This scary son of a bitch is a dead girl production. You can find us all on Twitter. For the Diva, it's DivaPower00. It is at DivaPower00. You can find me, Orion Quest, on Twitter at OQuest13. You can find Jamie at Jamie underscore French. 
for messages or comments about the show, you can call or text us on the burner line. Yeah. 817-673-3704. One more time for the cheap seats. Mm-hmm. 817-673-3704. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you hate. But most importantly, tell us what you think. For all things Ryan Quest, you can find us. You can find me on questdrums.com. For all things Jamie French, you can go to www.tsjamiefrench.com. You can get the approximate podcast on all the major um, apps, um, SoundCloud. <laughs> all of them. I love. You know what? Look in, look into your camera with that face. That is that is a good Halloween look. Do that. You can find the approximate podcast on all the major apps, including SoundCloud iTunes and the mothership approximatepodcast.com <laughs> and we can find us on YouTube as well under approximate podcast and as always like comment and subscribe all right all right everybody fuck off bye